Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. In this episode, let's continue the conversation from yesterday when we were talking about getting your exercise mind right for your body shape. So uh, we started off at the beginning of this week. I was, you know, talking to you guys about not allowing... Um, not allowing the number on the scale or the tape measure to dictate your motivation. And that's kind of the gist of what I was saying. And after thinking about it and re-listening to the episode, uh, yesterday's episode was about, so for those of you that do want to step on the scale and, uh, and measure because you want to track your progress. So Monday was, you know, a warning. Your progress is going to go up and down the tape measure and the scale are not going to reflect what's happening with your body. Um, in general, if you are going to weigh and measure, what you want to do is you want to do it about, I would say once every four weeks, because within those four weeks, you're going to get losses and gains and losses and gains. After like four weeks of ups and downs, you're, you're going to see like a kind of an average, an average <clears throat> over the course of those four weeks of what it was that you lost if you if you lost anything i believe that if you decide to measure i don't i don't advocate weighing for women especially because depending on your body tape depending on your body shape your body type where it is that you carry your weight especially if you carry your weight in the lower body you're not going to see a lot of movement on the scale you'll you'll probably see more movement on the tape measure and then vice versa for those of you that carry weight like in the upper body in your in your broad chested in your arms uh, you're big chested you carry weight in your belly you're not going to see a lot of movement on the tape measure in those areas but you probably will see some movement on the scale so <laughs> The reason that I think that it's important to not do it like every week or maybe even every other week, I would say if you can do it every like once every four weeks, predicated on the fact that you actually found a weight loss strategy that works with your metabolism and your hormone type and your body shape. Okay, so that's it has to be predicated on that, because if you know that you found that strategy that's predicated on those things then then you can all you have to do is trust the process all you have to do is trust the fact that if you just keep moving forward then you'll eventually get down to where it is that you want to be and so that's where i was kind of coming from with the episode two episodes ago with don't allow your motivation to be tied to that number because it's going to go up and down as you move forward in your journey yesterday's episode was more so about but if you must, if you must weigh and measure, then make sure that you have in, in your, make sure that it, you're aware of what that movement should be expected to look like based on what your body shape is. And I just described um, sort of an overview of what you can expect depending on your body shape and your body type. So now in this episode, I want to talk about which exercises are best for body shapes. I'm going to try to get all the body shapes into this one episode. If not, then we'll continue it tomorrow. Um, but first, <laughs> in case uh, this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And rest-based weight loss gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. 
there's a lot that goes into that. If you want effortless weight loss that never comes back, then be prepared to put in the work to figure out what you have to do to make sure that happens. And uh, the thing is that that amount of work, it varies from individual to individual. It is really, really dependent on the person dependent on a person's lifestyle upbringing for example someone who grew up in an obese family and all you did as a child was eat and all you saw your family do was eat and you never got into any sports you were never athletic you have uh, an array a whole array of different uh, of a different foundation than someone who grew up playing sports who was always lean when they were growing up they were uh, lived in a relatively active family relatively healthy family meat vegetables potatoes kind of family um and then they just you know they happened to gain weight either when they started having kids or when they hit menopause two completely different foundations so your paths have to be completely different and that's what rest-based weight loss is all about as a weight loss coach i help you figure out where, what your foundation is, and then uh, which weight loss strategies to implement based on your foundation. That's the simplest way that I can put it. So if this sounds like if, if you're someone who has tried everything, you know every weight loss strategy out there, you've done the research, you could either write a book yourself, you could teach weight loss classes, you could even uh, coach a weight loss group with all the knowledge that you have, but you can't, but you can't seem to apply that knowledge to your own life in order to achieve your weight loss goals, then uh, there's something else going on. There's a disconnect going on. And uh, this series just helps you try to uh, fit those pieces together, those puzzle pieces together. So I would encourage you to subscribe, follow, make sure you come back. Okay. All right. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> body shape, body shape, uh, exercise, weight loss strategies slash weight loss strategies for different body shapes. I want to start with I want to start with carrying weight in the belly. Carrying weight in the belly that is that's the most complicated one, guys. I have like I want to share this, and I don't know. I feel like I should keep some of these things to myself, but. I just, I just at the beginning of the year returned back to a job that I had left uh, last year, and it was actually a couple of years ago that I was in that I was in the same position that I'm currently in right now. And I remember a couple of years ago, bef- you know, when I was I was going to the gym. There's like a little gym at our work uh, in the first floor of our building. And that's, that literally like saved me. That That is what, with everything that I had going on, being able to go to the gym on my lunch break, that is what saved me. Um, but I remember very specifically, and I remember doing a Facebook Live about this like two, two and a half years ago maybe, that there were two women in the gym that they would work out together. At first I thought they were just workout buddies. And then I saw that uh, one of the women was actually like kind of coaching the other one, like, you know, giving her workouts and things to do and they would just do the workouts together. I can only assume that um, that the lady that was coaching probably like she's, you know, she's probably one of those people either, <clears throat> probably one of those people that, w- that had either gained weight and figured out how to lose it on her own. And so now she has her coworker slash friend that she's trying to coach along too. 
Um, or maybe she's someone that's just always kind of been in shape. She has a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, and now she's just trying to help her friend who's trying to lose some pounds too. But let me tell you something, okay? The woman that was coaching had a completely different shape than the woman that was being coached. The woman that was coaching uh, is like, she's like a banana shape. She has, I'm like a banana shape too. Not a, not a lot of curves, maybe just a little tiny bit of shape, you know, in the hip area, but pretty much kind of straight up and down. She was tall. She's tall. She's lean. She has more of an athletic build. Okay. The woman that was being coached, the woman that is being coached, was being coached. She was an, she's an apple shape. She carries all her weight all up at the top and then her waist goes in narrow and then she has super powerful, strong, muscular legs. Do you guys know that shape that I'm talking about? All the weight all up in the belly area, all like, you know, in the chest area, all the weights up there goes down to the narrow waist and then really super strong muscular legs. Well, two and a half years ago, I saw these women working out together and I would, I, for three months, I would see them at the gym where the banana would be coaching the apple. Is it wrong that I'm, just, that I'm assigning these labels to them like this? But the banana's coaching the apple, right? Over the three months, I had lost, in, the, in that three months' time, I'd lost probably, ooh, I don't know, 14 pounds, yeah, I'd lost about half of my weight by then. I lost 14 pounds. I lost a crap ton of inches. Okay, by this point, people were like, whoa, my gosh, this was after, just after three months. The same three months that the banana and the apple were working out together. I was in the gym too, doing my thing. Um, I'd lost 14 pounds, a whole bunch of inches. Already dropped a bunch of dress sizes. This was right around the time that I had to go shopping for new clothes because all of my clothes were swimming on me. All my pants were sliding off. In those three months... The apple had not like lost a single pound. I, it's not, maybe it's not fair for me to say that she didn't lose any weight because I don't know what her starting weight was. I didn't know what, but I knew that when I looked at my body transformation and then I looked at her body transformation in the same three months that we were like kind of working out, she had not changed a single bit. Her legs got more muscular than they were. Her arms shrunk a little bit. I saw some movement in her arms where her arms weren't as flabby, uh, but around the belly area that, that stayed the same. Guys, let me tell you something. I was just, I, I returned back to that job, right? It's two and a half years later. I returned back to that, that job. Guess who I saw just yesterday while I was sitting out on my lunch break? Guess who I saw um, <clears throat> exit the building during their lunch break about to go for a run? The apple and the banana. And guess what? The apple-shaped woman, she looks exactly, she looks exactly, exactly, exactly the same as she did two and a half years ago. No changes. Zero changes at all. And so that's why I was like, okay, I need to come here and do an episode on exercise for body shape. And I want to start with with the belly for those of you that carry your weight in your upper body that carry your weight in your belly your belly your belly weight and where you carry your weight that is more hormonal than it is diet and exercise you that carry your weight up in your belly you actually have probably you produce maybe a little bit more testosterone actually 
uh, than than women than uh, women who have an hourglass shape or women that have more of an athletic shape, like a banana like me, or the woman that's coaching the apple. So that means that you guys, you know, especially if you have, if you're, you, you have like the tight, strong, you know, or thinner kind of muscular legs, but you just carry all the way up in the top, that's, you have a little more testosterone than other women. You also are more sensitive to cortisol and cortisol is the hormone that's released as a result of stress. Okay? So you are not going to lose that belly and slim down and get down to where you want to be through diet and exercise. Diet and exercise has nothing that has nothing to do with your belly. You're going to exercise and because of the testosterone, the amount of testosterone that you produce, you're going to build some muscle underneath your layers of fat. Okay, but as a result of the fact that you're more sensitive than to stress and to cortisol than uh, those of us that are either hourglass or, you know, have more of an athletic build. Then that exercise, in addition to building muscle underneath your fat, that exercise is also going to elevate your cortisol and, and keep your belly fat there. Do you know what I mean? So for you you have to for you you are so much more susceptible to stress you're so much more susceptible to stress than those who are hourglass who have an hourglass figure and i'm going to tell you something else you're all you're also more sensitive to insulin meaning the more carbs and the more sugar that you, the more carb, sugar, and starches that you eat, the more, uh, the more that more of that is, is broken down into sugar and stored as fat. That when paired up with your cortisol, with your stress, just continues to maintain your belly fat. Okay? So the answer for you guys is first and foremost, it's rest. It's rest and relaxation. If you are getting it in at the gym, if you are getting it in on the treadmill, you are like, you are really just, you are fast focused and furious where you can get, you have no problems with exercise. And you're, you're probably actually exercising regularly. I'm letting you know that that's contributing. That's contributing to the issue and it's not going to allow you to slim down and lose weight, especially in the belly area. You, you have to transition your lifestyle to a lifestyle of rest and relaxation. And that's more of a, that's, that's more of a, a life coaching thing. Because you guys carry, you pack in a lot of stress. And you're just so used to running on... Uh, whatever your workload is that stresses you out and you're used to pounding it out at the gym and that's all stress that's all stress and that's all packing on the pounds in addition uh, in addition to cortisol your insulin when your insulin is up and down because of carbs sugar starches or because of you know whatever other kind of diet that you're that you're restricting or whatever else it is that you're doing 
that is that's throwing off your insulin levels too. Um, and when your insulin keeps spiking and your insulin keeps going up and that's paired with the cortisol, then that is what's contributing to your belly weight. So I, I would say if this applies to you, take a look at your take a look at your life, take a look at what you're eating, take a look at what, how, when, how long you're exercising, and take a look at the stressors, the different stressors that you are placing on yourself. You're doing it. At this point, you're doing it. It's not so it's not other people placing it on you. You're accepting all of it because you can, because you're strong. You can take it. But that's what's also contributing, okay? So do a survey of all of that and start looking at where you can begin transitioning your lifestyle to a lifestyle of rest and relaxation. First and foremost, okay? And once you can start transitioning your lifestyle, then the exercise strategy that you start implementing will actually work. Okay, I spent all of my time addressing those of you with belly fat. So tomorrow I'm going to come back and we're going to talk to those of you that are hourglass, that you carry your weight in your lower body, okay? I hope this was helpful. If it was, please share. Once again, this was another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.